Hey listeners, want to become an official Grunthead? Well, now you can, by becoming a patron over at our Patreon. That's right. When you contribute, you'll gain access to our supplemental show, Gruntwork Nights, a podcast not about the TV show Home Improvement. It's a lot of fun, and we hope you'll join us. Just visit patreon.com slash gruntworkpod to join. And now, on with the show. Does everybody know what time it is? Time to diversify your investments and buy stock in Harry's Hardware Store. <laughs> That's right, there's nothing scarier than a bull market. It's grunt work. of every age. Wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see this our town of Gruntoween because this is Gruntwork, the most spooktacular podcast about the TV series Home Improvement. I'm your host, Truman, the unsilent partner man Caps, and with me as always is Landon, the no-free coffee man Solano, and joining us this week is our special guest, Luke, the phone call is coming from inside the house man, Barnett. <laughs> and that's all the intro yeah. I have written. Someone <laughs> Thank tar- you. I, for, from now on, I'm going to have, or for the rest of the day, I'm going to have, uh, this is Halloween stuck in my head, so thank you for that. I, I yeah, you know, I was looking for a, I was looking for a suitably uh, Halloween-appropriate song yeah. for this episode, even though the episode wasn't particularly Halloweeny, yeah, and no. that's where I landed. That uh, was great. Yeah, but Luke, uh, we have Luke in the quote-unquote studio. With us. <laughs> Say it with confidence. Hey, studio, studio man. Studio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, welcome. Uh, you are now. Truman can attest to this. When we started this podcast, I had a short list of uh, guests that I wanted to be on, ah. and you were before we recorded our first episode. You were on that list. Oh, yes. it makes my day. Yeah. Yes, so we, we can. So great. excited to have you. Here. Oh man, I'm excited to be here. As a, uh, I think Landon must know how big of a home improvement fan <laughs> I am. As to, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll get into that into uh, in just a second. But want to kind of promote who you are. You are a writer producer. Um, you have uh, a movie coming out this summer. Uh, called Anderson Falls. We filmed one this past summer. Oh, you filmed uh, one. Okay. We're not sure when it will come out yet. We're it's still in post right now. Oh, but we gotcha. filmed one this past summer, yeah. Would you call that the movie business? That <laughs> is, it, it is the movie business. Uh, we had we had another one that literally came out this week. Yeah, Painkillers, like, right? Yeah, Painkillers. Um, Spooktacular so, yeah. horror features. Yeah. That one's, it, more of a thriller, that one's right? kind of a drama. Um, Dramatacular. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a drama thrilltacular. Yeah. I think uh, it's very similar to the yeah. Halloween episodes of Home Improvement, except <laughs> if you took out like all the humor whatsoever and added yeah. in some surgery. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. Um, Are there wacky transitions? Oh, my gosh. It's, <laughs> we actually use a lot of the same transitions. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's I can't great. wait till we start getting the scalpel transi- uh, transitions on the show. <laughs> Just slicing the frame down. Um, but you also worked on uh, Funny or Die in the past. You've mm-hmm. done a lot of videos to them, mm-hmm. uh, and you put together Fear Inc., which was a film that was released last year. Yeah, um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Fear Inc. was a, a horror comedy that we did. Uh, very good, by the way. Oh, I, that's I, very nice. It Thank out. you. We were like big yeah. fans of Scream and and yeah. uh, and movies that kind of are scary when they're scary and funny when they're funny. Yeah. And, and we'd had a lot of movies. There was a lot of movies coming out at the time a few years ago that I thought were really genuinely very good movies, but like. We respected and and admired them, but also like really missed the fun of the nineties yeah. movies, and yeah. so we were kind of aiming to make a little bit of a throwback in it's that sense. Such a hard uh, balance to get those. You know, I feel like 
you either have to go all the way comedy mm-hmm. like, like Tucker, uh, and Dale. Tucker and Dale sure. or you know like the the cabin in the woods are so yeah it's hard it's hard to toe that line between yeah the they do a really good job yeah. well I think and I think you guys did a great job on oh that. thanks man I think I think uh, I think comedy and horror both kind of revolve around surprise and the element of like that's why somebody laughs at a joke they didn't expect yeah. you to say that thing or whatnot and it's kind of the same way with horror and exactly, I think they can work yeah. together in an interesting way there's the, kind of the setup and the punchline or the totally. setup and the payoff right yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. They, are, they do work in tandem um, you also you're here to promote uh, you are an actor as well and you were in a role called um, the bonfire friend in Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were you, were you friends with the bonfire? Uh, I was the bonfire's friend. They just did it wrong on IMDb. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is the role I'm here to promote. Uh, I remember, like, right when I moved to LA, they were just like, "This guy has got stars in his eyes. This is the future, right yeah. here. He's got fire this in his eyes." Yeah, and then afterward, they're like, "Nope, that wasn't stars. Yeah, that no, was a bonfire." Yeah. Kind of cut his one line out. He's bonfire friend now <laughs> oh my god um but you you've done some other stuff in the past i wanted to uh, i was going through your your rolodex no that's not the word i was looking for your, um, your discography yeah, got, you got whatever phone book and you're yeah. like who can i call you were sitting in front of your typewriter and uh sure. and, and calling your travel yeah. agent on yeah. your landline phone i was trying to find home improvement connections people that you've worked with uh, oh, that have also man. appeared Ooh. on home improvement the only one I have any. that i have found directly and I don't know exactly what capacity you've worked with these people in, but sure. uh, Rob Real was in. Uh, I might be pronouncing Rob, his last Richard name. Really. Richard, I'm sorry, Richard Real. I wrote it down on my. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you got to update your Rolodex, man. Richard uh, Really, yeah. He he's our generation's Ernest Borgnine. He's the best. <gasps> uh, he is in an episode of Home Permit that we haven't come across yet. Oh you worked man, with him, uh, not too long ago. Oh, I've worked with Richard a few times. Richard oh, is like, you? oh yeah, we yeah. we put Richard in like three different Funny or Die videos, <laughs> and then he did Fear Inc. And yeah, um, Richard is like the greatest human being. If you don't know Richard really, just by saying his name, you would know him from Office Space because yeah, he's the jump to conclusions guy and the neck brace and <laughs> Office Space, yeah. with the big mustache. And but he's also been in iconic movies like Glory yeah. and like some really huge movies Damn, like Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> on the same level as Glory. Yeah, he's exactly. one of those actors that is like in literally 300 things. Yeah. He just is a hustler. He's probably 80. He works all the time. And so I, I compared him to Ernest Borgnine because I yeah. feel like he has – he's not above doing the paycheck work but sure. having fun with it. The uh, guy the just loves – I mean, talking well. to Richard Reilly, he's the most inspiring person in the arts I've ever talked to. Really? Wow. And that's just because he genuinely loves the industry. Mm. He loves working. It doesn't – I mean, it's not that it doesn't matter what he – it is. Like, yeah. you know, he's not – He's not trying to do like bad things, obviously, but it's more that he just like really likes being an actor. He really likes being on set. He likes the process of making things. And so like you put him in, you know, we we would do a Funny or Die video where like we didn't have a lot of money Mm -hmm. and we would be like, dude, I think you'd be hilarious in this one part. And, you know, it's this this little amount of money. He'd be like, oh man, I'm I'm free on Tuesday. That sounds hilarious. I'll be there. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. We showed up. We'd had two different locations that day. And so the morning was somewhere else and then we were going to start shooting at this other place at like 1 p.m. We get there at like twelve thirty, and um, and it's like a soundstage, and uh, and I open the door to the soundstage, and in the dark, 
There's like one light in the corner, and you just see Richard, and he's just got a root beer and a newspaper, and he's just like sitting there, and he's just like, oh, hey, guys. And I'm like, Richard, like you weren't supposed to be called to like 145 or something wow. like that. And he's like, oh, well, I was just in the area. I wanted to get here early. I just did this light for the best. Uh, he best just like loves, effect. the guy just like loves being on set, man. That's awesome. Like, That's great to yeah. hear. You don't hear that very often. Yeah. yeah. He's um, such a nice guy. The other uh, connection that I found, uh, it's a tentative at best. Okay. But uh, you were in a movie with Frances Fisher, who... Yeah. She's in a room improvement? She was the original Jill. Oh, oh my gosh. You know what's weird that you said this? I actually did know this. Mm. Only because a few years ago, like maybe two or three years ago, I forgot what I saw with Frances Fisher. And we were in a movie together. Um, they actually had a really good time working on this movie. It was a movie called Sedona. And it was like a... Like they didn't... It didn't get out there. And it didn't like get marketed yeah. right at all. But it was... It a poster for you for it. Oh yeah, and that's exactly yeah. that. Like, yeah. dude, it was like a really heartfelt little movie, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. But um, and Frances Fisher's great, and she's she's the whole movie. But um, I forgot what was the reason though, because I remember reading some article about her and seeing that she was cast. Was it that she was like not comedic enough, or what was the kind of um... uh, with the note of why she wasn't in Home Improvement, at least according to the trivia sure. that we've read, has been that um. She didn't have stern. the playfulness. Yeah, to which make, I could see. She just came off kind of Every, I mean, she, well, that's like her, like, I mean, she's a great actress. I'm sure she could have knocked it out of the park. Oh, but absolutely. at the same time, that is her kind of vibe. Is yeah. like the mom from Titanic. You know what right. I mean? She's got that. That's who she is. <laughs> yeah. She plays. And you kind of see it when she's just this kind of like high button, you know, like re, she almost has a regality. To yeah, her. exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. doesn't play well with Yeah, with like a Detroit uh, hardware guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, right, right. Not that Tim's not the most highbrow. <laughs> I, I, now I'm now I'm picturing other home improvement cast members in Titanic, like replacing Billy Zane with like uh, Tim uh, Tim Allen or, yeah. or Patricia Richardson as the mom oh, yeah. in Titanic. Hey, man, right. Yeah, um, and this has no connection to home improvement, um, but you worked with Lynn Shay recently, uh-huh. uh huh. And she's I, not in home improvement. No, she's yeah, not yeah. in home improvement. But um, I this, this is a bit of background information on me. The last acting role that I got yeah. um, before I quit acting altogether and this movie never came to fruition I was supposed to play a pizza man who delivered a pizza to her and ended up making out with her oh my uh, gosh and then we were both killed by a killer teddy bear oh my <laughs> gosh it never happened did the I movie happen? you love, the though. movie did not happen uh, at least not in the yeah. iteration that we had yeah yeah um, which is a bummer because, like, all I want out of life is just to have that one scene in cinema history to point to. Yeah. Oh, I, I contributed something. Oh, my God. She has the best. Um, so if you're listening and don't know Lynn Shea, she's, like, the upstairs neighbor from Something About Mary. She's the star of all the Insidious movies. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. She's she, great. Uh, so after we finished, she was in this movie that we just shot, Anderson Falls. And after we finished it, she had a bunch of us over to her house for dinner. And she's got this beautiful house. And she made dinner and stuff. It was, it was a great night. And all of a sudden, I forgot who mentioned it, but somebody wanted to, like, tour her house or something. Like, mm-hmm. it's a great house. And she was like, oh, my God, I have to show you my office where I work and stuff. And she was like, I turn all I, – I put out – I take away the TV and stuff. And this is just my room to kind of, like, write and meditate and whatnot. And I'm thinking that I'm going to go into, like, a very tranquil, meditative sort of looking room. Yeah, and definitely. we walk in and I and I open this door and I look to my right and the Farley brothers – had given her they'd given her the prosthetic of her breasts from something about Mary that are all like tanned and droopy and falling down and she has them framed in the most epic frame it's like gold and it's like thick like six inches deep 
Um, and it's like up on her wall, and I was oh just god. like, "This is the great." How a does that not it. endear you to someone? Like to be able to embrace that. that? Oh my god, that's so good. That's great. Did, I love did, her. did it look like the case? Like that sometimes she like opens it to pass around at parties. Like here, do you want to? Do you want to? You know, want to feel them? You know, it looked it's more like, like if you bought like the original copy of the Constitution for like twenty billion dollars. <laughs> like, what would that look like framed on your wall? Except hers is like. Her like ninety year old tan tits from this something about Mary. I, you know, it's amazing. I think that if the Constitution was printed on a pair of tits, more kids would be yep. into learning about yeah. that. I think Trump would pay more That's attention true. to to it. I think he would have read it actually. And also, I think tan and Nicholas Cage, I think, would have stolen it long ago. Uh, also, yeah. yeah. Um, well, speaking of national treasures, uh, Ooh. we. We talk about home improvement on this episode, or on this this episode as well as the whole show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it's a tradition we have here. On yeah, our the other ones are all entourage. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, if I get compared to Turtle one more time, um, <laughs> what is your your past experience? This is one of the reasons I wanted you on the show early on, is because I know oh, even before we even before I even knew this guy, yeah, uh, my co-host here, I knew that you Hi. loved home improvement. Oh so, yeah. Um, well, what's your, what's your past with it? You know, I think I, you know, not to get like super serious, but like, it's weird. I, my mom passed away when I was really young, like 17 and I had, and that was definitely like, you know, I'm, I'm 35. So I was born in 83. The time period we all watched like TGIF and all that yeah. stuff and full house. And those are like all the stuff that's coming back now on Netflix and stuff is what I like grew up on in terms of age wise. And I have such a vivid memory. That was like my mom's favorite of all those shows. We watched them all together as a family. It was like such a very like just ingrained into me that show. And then and um and even just like rewatching it a few years ago, I don't maybe longer, the first time we rewatched it, it's of all those shows, I think it holds up the best. Mm-hmm. Like watching it recently with my wife, who who also grew up on it, it, it didn't feel like, oh, we're just like full house or something when you rewatch it. It feels like you're just kind of like smiling out of nostalgia. Yeah, you're like, oh, right. I feel I, I remember this. Yeah, Home Improvement actually felt like, oh, this I still like this show. Yeah. Like I would show my kids this show, you know, sort of thing. And uh, I think I think all of those things combined give that show sort of a comfort factor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, yeah, I think it's I, I have such a memory of growing up on it. Yeah. Um, like I have a picture of when we went to Disney World and I was like probably ten at MGM Studios. You're like taking the tour or something, and there's like this weird cardboard cutout of like Tim's lawnmower like going through a wall or something. It's like set up for you to take a picture in front of. So I have like a picture of our whole family. Like it's just like so dumb, but like that I remember that more than like any of the other like Family Matters and all the other (laughs) solid '90s shows. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't revisited a lot. The only other one that I think might hold up, though it hasn't been available anywhere, is uh, the Drew Carey show. Oh, oh I bet it would. Yeah, I bet it would. that one show. felt a little edgier. Yeah, and a little. The other one that we and this is kind of trendy right now, but we did watch a ton recently of the Golden Girls. Oh, I mean, yeah, Golden Girls was, is, is some of the best so right. ahead of its time. They, I think the fact that they talk on so many issues yeah. that to this day are topical is is blows my mind. How yeah. how they must have been thirty years ago. I think that that's part of the eighties world of writing though i mean 80s shows seem to have that cheers kind of like stuff holds cheers up. oh cheers well, yeah. fraser came Fra- fraser was the 90s, yeah, was yeah. the 90s but a lot so. of those shows though that we're naming right now like golden girls cheers fraser those are all things that i i think when i was like nine mm-hmm. i was like that wasn't for me yeah mm-hmm. i went back later 
and was like, oh my gosh, Cheers right. is a phenomenal show, sort yeah. of thing. But when I was eight, my parents weren't like, let's watch the show that's just about drunks in a bar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. And so I didn't get a lot of that. And like Home Improvement, it was like Home Improvement, Family Matters, Step by Step, all those shows yeah. were like my bread and butter at the time. And those are the ones that I've kind of gone back on to be curious about that yeah. none of them, they all hold up in just simply a like nostalgic <clears throat> way. Let me ask yeah. you this, and then we'll get into the episode, because uh, I have not met another person that remembers this show. Okay. But it was on, I think on Tuesdays on ABC, during this period, called Thunder Alley? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, wait, no, I'm thinking of... It sounds like a nickname for the butt crack. Just, <laughs> I'm sorry, please continue. <laughs> give me the quick, like, start to give me a pitch yeah. on it. <clears throat> Edward Asner. Okay. Uh, I think Taya Leone. Okay. Uh, she's a single mother with three kids. No, I don't think I have. One of them is Haley Joe Osment. Really? And he owns a garage. Uh, like a, a Haley auto- Joel Osment does? <laughs> Ed, Ed Asner does. Um, and she has to move in with him after a divorce and bring her kids with him. And he's kind of a curmudgeon and doesn't want kids wow. around. And, no, uh, I definitely I do not. I loved that show. I think it only lasted a season. Um and it was on ABC. No one wow. remembers it. No, I just figured no. since you watched it, no, the time, yeah, you're one of the few I could ask. Yeah, I have a. I remember most of them, and I definitely <laughs> like remember like Snick. You know, it was another oh, yeah. thing that oh, we went yeah. through the whole variations of that, and all watched them together, and like you know, Are you afraid of the dark and stuff was all like oh, the best. Yes, and, yes, yes. Um, I also recently they I went through a weird period before a lot of these shows were back on Netflix, mm-hmm. where my like go to comfort thing would be to find these old things and watch episodes on YouTube, but like on oh, my yeah. TV, like I would stream mm-hmm. them, and um <laughs> and I'm going through and I, and that's where I first started rewatching Home Improvement. I remember you on texted whatever. me once. Yeah, that's that's how. Yeah, I yeah. Know, so I'm rewatching you... that and like I, a bunch of them, I'd get on like a weird rabbit hole of all those old shows and be like, I'm gonna watch an episode of this. And the only one that was awesome, but then I felt like real weird watching it, was I started going into like the Legends of the Hidden Temple oh, yes. Guts world. Yeah. And at first I was like, this is awesome. Because <laughs> I like have so yeah. much memories of oh, watching yeah, those shows yeah, and yeah. stuff. And then I was like, I, this is a little weird. Like I'm just sitting here on the couch, like watching these like nine year olds, <laughs> like, yeah. like try to climb the crag. I'm like, I, I, I'm, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Uh, oh, let, let me say, having, having watched a little, like having grown up on that as yeah. well and gone back and watched some on YouTube. Why is the shrine of the silver monkey so fucking hard for these kids? It's three pieces, <laughs> yeah. feet, stomach, head. And I was yeah. like, what order does it go in? How it's do true. we do it? Is it the head first? It's, it's like, come on. I know you're under pressure, but yeah. this is basic stuff. I'm sure. A lot of these are, are that way when you look back on them. Yeah. Really yeah. Disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, um, <clears throat> let's get into some home improvement uh, stuff here. Yeah, let's do, let's do it. If, I, if you want. I have a... I have a synopsis prepared, but would you uh, like to take a crack? Uh, we we give guests honor to do synopsis. Oh, just kind of like giving it like my just, version yeah, of it? Yeah, what, what's the, you know... Um, yeah. The IMDb synopsis. Yeah, the, I think the IMDb uh, would basically be... Um, you know, as Halloween season begins, uh, Harry, the owner of the local hardware store's brother, decides he wants out. And Harry is on the hunt for a new investor. Oh. He tries to get Tim, but Jill says <clears throat> no way. But who steps up to the plate? Al Borland. Mm. But everyone pretty quickly realizes that Al, uh, Al means business. He takes the fun out of having a hardware store pretty quickly. This yeah, is, this is if IMDb had a twenty-five sentence <laughs> synopsis, but this some is, of them do. It, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like I'm watching the episode again though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. It's got spice. 
Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. You picked up details that I didn't, so uh, yeah. welcome to the podcast <laughs> yeah. as our official third host. Yeah. I didn't, Wait, I am just, I getting muscled out here? <laughs> as a third host. Uh, I know, but... I'm, I missed uh, the I do part my dog. That, he, that it was his brother that, that uh, bowed out. Yeah. I, I thought know. it was... His brother. My brother wants out of the hardware store. Yeah. I was selling his 20% for $15,000. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was his wife who told him he needed to slow down after the heart attack, but... Oh, um, man, yeah. I, I was wrong. I was completely wrong. I wasn't paying. I guess I wasn't no. paying that good. I here taking. Unless all I just notes, made that I mean, up, no, you which didn't, I easily could have. <laughs> no, this, I think maybe it's, it's improv. Or I, I think improv. I was forward thinking because yeah. his wife becomes a character on the show, oh, and that's right. she is a hard nosed mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, hardware store wife. Yeah. yeah. So a needle nosed plier <laughs> of a wife. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so guess that title okay uh brought to you by um uh this one's brought to you by tara lee oh okay well uh tara i apologize because none of these titles are very good i don't think any of these are them (laughs) um option one get hard where (laughs) not okay i like it uh option two partner and parcel okay uh option three the Silent Partner, a reference to John Candy's first movie, a Canadian thriller that I think had Elliot Gould in it. Is that last part in parentheses? Uh, yes. All, all of it. <laughs> okay, right. like, yes. I actually did need that to know what you were talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Birdman, the unexpected value yeah. of ignorance. Um, uh, I have Are You Being Served on here. I don't even really know that that, that works that well, but it was just, yeah. I was, I was scraping What's the about parcel it. one about? Like, mail? I guess, like, or you, you, you take, part like... Parcel? Parcel. God damn it. Uh, it, sh- it should have been that. Part I was like, he becomes sale. a partner, and then he also becomes a mailman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I uh, want uh, a Borland uh, Clavin crossover. I, <laughs> I think they would be, I think they'd get, well, actually, no. I think, I think, uh, I don't know. I think Cliff would make fun of Al in a way that, that is even meaner than Tim's, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Last one. Boresnessman, as in Borland businessman. Uh, I Land, Landon talked me up before the the episode has been really good at this. I've had better ones yeah, in the past. Yeah. This was a, this well, was a difficult episode. Title here's wise. the thing. Um, I, I said it knowing that the bar for this is low. Yeah. The the title of this episode. Oh, can I take a crack? Can I yes, take a crack? Yeah, yeah, please. I just yeah, want to take them. one, go, just because I really felt like is it is it just simply. Al's Hardware, because that's the one that he named until he wants to name it. <laughs> Again, that is way better than the actual uh, title. All wait. of these are better. Okay, because there's a bunch of references to Al's lemonade stand when he was a kid. Is oh, it when yeah, life, Al. Yeah, when, when yeah. life gives you lemons, something like that. Uh, no, that Damn. also would have been a good track to go down. Mm. Uh, this one is simply titled Borland Ambition. Huh. Eh. All right. Which well, he does talk through, uh, and his big monologue about how yeah. he never has like the motivation to like go take a risk. But yeah. wouldn't that be yeah. risk? Like Al's big risk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, even if he does have ambition, it's just yeah. they usually have yeah, better play on word yeah. titles. Uh, it's, uh, but I can't be upset about this one because it was still better than all of the shit house ideas I came up with. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the one with the parentheses is pretty solid. Yeah, the one with the parentheses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's good. Thank well, you. A little uh, note reference to John Candy's first film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's called Borland Ambition, directed by Andy Cadiff and written by Bob Bendiston and uh, Bruce Ferber. 
um, who they have written, uh, Bob wrote Death Begins at 40 this season, and Bruce Ferber um, wrote Back in the Saddle Shoes again, the premiere. Death Begins at 40 when somebody dies and Tim has the moment of like, I gotta realize I'm... It's the other Harry Oh, it is Harry's Harry's, uh, first episode. It's it's the introduction to the hardware store in in that earlier one. So uh, it makes sense that they brought him back to tackle the the gripping details of hardware life. Yeah. You know, you gotta get the right writers for that. Um, so, uh, Borland Ambition, how did you guys, well, look, let's start with you. How did you feel about this episode? You, you had watched it not too long ago, a couple years ago, which mm-hmm, is sooner mm-hmm. than us, but, uh. I, I, it's not one of my favorite episodes. I, I, I like most Homebrew episodes. I think the problem with this episode is that it starts off with them really making us feel like it's going to be a Halloween, Halloween episode. Yeah. And, and. And Home Improvement and Roseanne were the two shows to me that are like so known for their Halloween Christmas yeah, episodes. Sure. Both of them just like, you know, Emily and I to this day around when Halloween season or Christmas season start, we will go through and like watch Roseanne and Home Improvement yeah. episodes the about that vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it starts off like this is the Halloween episode. He has yeah. the scare coming through the wood chipper and like <laughs> yeah. there's just a whole lot of Halloween. And then all of a sudden there's literally no more Halloween I know. except for like the kids being in costume. We we spent a lot of time on Halloween last season because <sighs> yes. we did uh, we did the Halloween episode which was bigger than normal. Mm. But then we also did uh, audio commentary for it. Oh, so yeah. we went back and studied it and, and revisited it yeah. a couple yeah. times and. And it does feel a little disappointing to go mm-hmm. from such grandiose theatricality to mm-hmm. literally uh, mm-hmm. nothing but a streamer of Jack Lantern. I did <laughs> like that they. I the did wall. like this episode that they give uh, they give Richard Karn more to chew on. Yes, yes. he's usually just a joke we in a lot of episodes. Always, and he, and he actually gets his own like thing. You yeah, know, which is cool. Yeah. I would say that the the depth that Richard Karn gets, and really his kind of monologue at the end there in, yeah. in the hardware store with mm-hmm. Tim, that that made that bumped this episode up in my estimation. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that to to some to some extent. At, at the same time, though, the fact that they pulled this kind of Halloween bait and switch, like because not just last season but season before, like yeah. the Halloween episode, there like the whole thing was built around okay, Halloween party at the Taylor's mm-hmm. house. There's going <laughs> right. to be a big thing. Yeah. And now I'm wondering, like, of those. yeah, yeah, like, well, why not? Like, what are you saving up the money for this season? Or did you spend oh, God, it all dropping yeah. the beam on the car? We're gonna get a big Christmas, and, maybe. Yeah, yeah, knowing that we have two clip shows ahead, maybe they really are saving something up big in the budget for an episode later down the line, or embezzling money. <laughs> that too. Uh, I yeah. do like the episode, though, in terms of the whole Al storyline. And that you're right, that kind of. Uh, but I think that if it hadn't been the Halloween thing, it would have. I would have liked it more. But yeah. Instead, it more like made up for that. Yeah. yeah. False promises. Yeah. What What did you what what did you think? Uh, I mean, I think you and I gauge the show by different metrics. <laughs> People just passing through. Um, so I think that this is another kind of continuation in a good path for us uh, that yeah. we're not basking in mm-hmm. some of... Uh, uh, well, we'll just call it the season three blues. Yeah, um, <laughs> I got the season three blues. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely on an upswing. I I I always tend to like episodes that give more depth of character to mm-hmm. the periphery characters. Mm-hmm. I think that's always fun on, on any show. Like, I always love the Jackie episodes on Roseanne. Mm-hmm. I always yeah, I like, agree. Um, uh, who was Thomas mm-hmm. Hayden Church's character on Wings? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, Lowell. <laughs> Lowell. Lowell. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, whenever they gave him an episode. So I, I like when you give the periphery characters more depth. Um, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So that's always exciting to come Come home to at night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to snuggle up to. Yeah, it's always nice to remember who you're coming home to, and it's and it's Al. 
<laughs> that that flannel, man, and the beard. It, it keeps you warm. So cool. uh, I yeah. will say that the, the uh, Mark dressing like him was genius. That was really <laughs> a great, great moment. Because didn't yes. he didn't he dress as Tim last year? Or no, not last year, but the year before. Like he dressed up what? as Tim. At yeah, one I don't know if it was for Halloween. I think it was actually it, it uh, was season two. two yeah. Oof. So so many Halloween. We can expect gone. him to dress like Heidi next year. That's, <laughs> that's going to be 2019. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, shall we uh, get the shovels out and go for a little midnight dig Ooh, into this episode? That's 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 good. That's a that is a positively ghoulish metaphor for our for our run through. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so we start on the set of Tool Time in our cold open. Yeah. Um, Tim is waving a flag from the audience. Uh, a Michigan. University of Michigan uh, pendant, and and the Michigan fight song is playing yep. like by the Michigan band. Mm-hmm. I was very excited briefly that we would get a cameo from Michigan's marching band, <laughs> not as a Michigan football fan, but yeah. as a former marching band uh-huh. geek. I feel like I should know more about Michigan football since I went to college, uh, uh, not I w- in the same city as uh-huh. U of M, but like on on the outskirts of it, like at a different uh-huh. college, like um, in a guy's garage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I got a really yeah. weird education. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. And, uh, yeah, what, what are we going into here on the set of Tool Time? Uh, we're, we're going into is just Tim talking about fall. We've got the Grunt Creep standing up there at the front of the audience, oh, that's right, dancing yeah. around, and Tim is holding a big Michigan flag mm-hmm. that he's basically waving in the face of this old woman sitting in front of him, who is very much just a woman who came to a free home improvement taping and got yeah. drafted or to... it could be his mom, you don't know. <clears throat> yeah, it could be. Probably isn't, though. Probably isn't. Maybe not. Um, but so, you know, and he's talking about, yeah, it's football season, which means that it's fall and which immediately already i'm thinking like where is this episode going to go is this a football centric episode <laughs> or you yeah know. it's not super bowl yeah. yeah uh but no he's just talking about the fact that mm-hmm. it's fall and this is a segue into mulching uh the tool man salute to mulching mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so he and al have a couple of wood chippers out there we we did uh quite a bit of mulching back in michigan yeah. so uh, i would say this is accurate we're to, like mulching uh, accurate to the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so they start going through the mulching, uh, Tim is displaying the different types of things you can put into a mulcher, you've got your twigs, you got your grass, you got your Al's paycheck, you got your mm. Steve Buscemi leg. Nice. Um, <laughs> Someone who's gonna make the Coen Brothers joke was just who was gonna be quicker on the draw. <laughs> and Buster Scruggs over here did it. Uh... Yeah, he's showing all the things you can put through. I think that putting Al's paycheck through there, it's like, yeah, dick move, but also that can be reissued pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, so right. it's not it's not that big of a yeah. of a of a hold back. I, I thought that was a hard hitting joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you're really you're really taking away the man's dignity at that point. Like, he's yeah. not even getting any compensation uh-huh. for being on the show. Um, and if you know me, I never really pay attention to the Tool Time episodes because I'm always examining the background and what's new back there. I, the calendar <laughs> looked like it was the same. You've infected me with this. I, it's the, the same calendar. Although, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure about this. I think it's growing in size. <laughs> it does seem to be bigger than normal. Um, but maybe the camera is just closer to it. Yeah, it could, it, could, it could be that. It seems like it's more likely a perspective trick than a uh, the attack of the 50-foot calendar. <laughs> My note was actually um, about action figures. Uh, when the show first started, there was only the one army action figure by the Bay Doors. Now the whole set seems to be littered with them. And, like uh, G.I. Joe's sort of thing? G.I. Joe's, just kind of big muscle characters, men, yeah. characters. And I'm like, oh man, that's... Uh... What's he going to have, a Barbie? <laughs> 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 Only if Al was doing it. Yeah, right. he's gonna put Al's head on a Barbie 
at some point. I, yeah, I mean, you, you have to think the the uh, effects department on this show spent a lot of time photoshopping Richard Curran's face onto various <laughs> women. I mean, we've seen so many <laughs> sexy girl versions of Al. Well, maybe not yeah. sexy girl. But, well, I don't know, but Al is sexy in his own way. Just I mean, hey, I'm not... Makes you question. Whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so they are... So then they, they also, of course, in this, Al is saying, also, it's Halloween. Tim, aren't you going to do something to scare me like yeah. you do every time? And Tim says, oh, no, of course not. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do that. Which we all take at face value. Until we reveal a second mulcher. <laughs> <laughs> With a conspicuous pile of leaves on top. Yeah. Uh, and so they're going to show uh, how to unclog a clogged up mulcher. Yep. And uh, talking about safety first, make sure that they're, you know, that it's turned off before you stick your hand in there. Any other non-Halloween episode, I'd be thinking, okay, how is Tim going to chop his hand off in this episode? <laughs> and how are they going to get away with it? Yeah. But instead, uh, uh, Al bends over to it. Uh, a head on a rod comes popping out mm-hmm. with a horrible scream mm-hmm. noise. But different Al- head than last year. Is it a different it was head? Last year, the paint can? Yeah. Paint can. Yes. Yep. Wow, you've got, yeah, you've got a sharp memory for these <laughs> Halloween episodes. I've seen them. Uh, yeah. But I think that's a, a recurring bit is he always gets uh-huh. a head to pop out. Yeah, yeah. I, I do recall, I won't yeah, spoil it, it for you, more. Truman, but there is one that, uh, another one happens. They also happen in diff- multiple party scenes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have to say, though, Al doesn't seem that scared by this. Like, he's shocked, certainly, but it's not a massive scare. It's not as massive as it's been in the past. Yeah. Not to, you know, not to criticize. It, it would have been wild if it gave him a heart attack, just like <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Tim is very slowly serial killing yeah. everyone he knows with heart attacks. And then it turns out to all be a gag, just like last year, where Harry and Al end up haunting Tim in his sleep. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, didn't they do that on Cheers? Weren't they trying to scare Carla in one episode with a big projected head? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That might be that might be ahead of where I'm at, but I oh, feel like gotcha. I remember that one. Beat. Don't spoil Cheers Sorry. for me, man. <laughs> uh, wait till you get into the Tortellis. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, we go into the theme song. Yes. Um, I, we've never really gotten a good answer out of a guest, so I don't expect much here, but... Uh, do you have any feelings about the theme song? <laughs> I I don't have that. I guess I don't have that strong of a feeling about the theme song. I have very positive feelings for the general opening credits mm. that I guess the theme song is 50% of. Right. So I got to yeah. give it up to the theme song in that regard. Yeah, like, There is something about it. Uh, it's like one of my biggest memories is like that opening <laughs> credit sequence and how they evolve throughout the whole course of the show and stuff. Right, yeah. Um, also, like any of those 90s shows, just the fact that you could hear the first three seconds of that and be like, I know it. I know it. Yep. You yeah. know, it's it's catchy. Yeah, it's funny that you, you say, like, I think most of, when you were talking earlier about the TGIF shows, I think most of my nostalgia for, like, something like Full House mm-hmm. is entirely just for oh, the theme yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I could just yeah. watch those opening credits once a year, I'll be yeah. good. I don't ever need to. And you got to think show. how quickly we could all probably, you could probably go through like a Spotify of 90s sitcoms, <laughs> and it would probably be like within yeah. a half a second. Yeah. You would be like step by step, say by the bell, Beverly Hills Nine Two One Zero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like immediately. Oh my God, that needs to be a, a bar yeah. game. Yeah. We used to do 80s, name that tune, but they need to have like a show tune. Yeah, like so, intro. That's not show tunes, TV theme songs. Theme music, yeah. yeah. Uh, we go from the theme song into Harry's Hardware. Did you have a note about the theme song? I was just going to say that I think that, that the, the thing that would make that trivia game easier is that they usually say the name of the of the show somewhere in there. I mean, I guess not all of the... I, I guess the first That's one right. I jumped to was Happy Days, so you only get a couple seconds of that song before they say them, Happy Days. I don't know if they do, though. Like, you gotta think... I guess Cheers doesn't say it. Yeah. 
Full House and Family Matters, I don't think. No, do. I guess they don't. Uh, Save the Bell does. Yeah, Beverly Hills 90210 does not. Home Improvement almost step did. by step does. It was until they changed their title. Originally, the show was called. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> um, they changed it to, to Home Improvement, and, and before that, it was called What Do I You can't Think? Tell you you put joke, the kids in the middle. <laughs> yeah, right. Yowie, yowie. Um, so we go from the theme song to Harry's Hardware, where yes. uh, Harry now post heart attack is uh, shelving items. On a ladder. I don't know. Is that a is that something you're not is supposed to do? <laughs> Truman, by the way, doesn't really have cardio. I don't. This is this is one of my. I I don't know why I love this on podcasts when you hear someone rumpling paper in the background. I think it annoys a lot of people, but it's one of my favorite noises. And uh, I just want to point out that Truman uh, wasn't taking notes on his computer tonight, but uh, was writing in one of my notebooks. And. <laughs> Fills me with joy, and I uh, enjoy it. Enjoy these crinkly sounds that you can, because I'm never doing that again. I was not <laughs> able to take very detailed notes because I write slowly. Um, but yeah, so so Harry is well. What I, and what I like is that Harry's up there, and right away they they like kind of acknowledge the previous thing, like talking about, oh, how are you doing? Oh, you're mm-hmm. you're feeling better. You know, your heart's better. You're, yeah. It's about you know being uh, the best thing for your heart is being around people you love. And Tim says oh, that's why I left your wife at home and came down here to the hardware store, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, and they... Do you, do you remember, I mean, you watched it not too long ago, but it was like, I, I had forgotten, I knew that they, they had, uh, started to incorporate the hardware store. I didn't remember it being so early into the show. Oh, I thought see, it was I like didn't know it was so seven. late. Like, when you, oh. when you, I just have a memory of the hardware store always being in the show. Oh, so when you said they just introduced it last episode, yeah. I was like, oh, the first three seasons don't have yeah, it. Yeah, not huh. at all. Um, no, I just, I, I think I just remember all those characters so yeah. well that, like, in my mind, they were just kind of like always in it throughout you know because sure, I mean? yeah. you gotta think they only go there a couple episodes a uh, season sort yeah. of thing even when it's back in yeah but that's true yeah I know yeah. uh, I the characters I I remembered Harry uh, mm-hmm. and I remembered um, the New Yorker uh, Benny yeah yeah Benny <laughs> um but I couldn't well, tell you anything. <laughs> Benny with the frosting all over yeah. his lips, eating the donuts in there. I couldn't tell you um, before we watch these episodes any like memories of those characters. Mm-hmm. I just remember them existing. Yeah, I don't really remember like storylines like yeah. this one. I just remember them like being where Tim hangs out. Sort right. Of thing. Right. Yeah. I like that they have a hang. I like this element that they have a uh-huh. hangout because for so much of the show, it's just been the house, yeah. the house, the house, the studio, the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's good they have a central perk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, uh, Tony Monk's Monk's Diner. Yes, that's what I was mm-hmm. Tony. I don't know what's going on. Tony. Uh, Tony Shalhoub, star <laughs> of Monk. Oh, there you go. That must be it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they're, they're talking. They're, they're talking with uh, with Harry, and he mentions that uh, yeah, I guess because his brother has had to bow mm-hmm. out of the business, uh, he's now got a you know there's a room for a silent partner in the mm-hmm. business now, a twenty percent stake. Uh, for fifteen thousand dollars in this hardware store. Yes, yes, but pl- it has to be salty. <laughs> uh, and it, Tim and Al, mind you, are both there. Al is because they came straight from the Tool Time set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got a got a cool down <laughs> and hang out nine one one page, uh, and had to to go down to the hardware store right away. Yeah, and I guess Al is drinking coffee there. This is a thing that comes up later in the episode. They have a coffee machine where I guess people are just... It is really like a coffee mm-hmm. shop, basically, for dudes, for big, manly, burly dudes. <laughs> you you drink your coffee and uh, browse for Talk ranges. tools. Yeah, yeah, exactly, what everyone wants. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Tim is pretty interested in this proposition of mm-hmm. uh, being able to get in at the ground... Well, not on the ground floor. The, the house has already been built. Get He's interested in, in investing in the hardware store. Yeah. Uh, he certainly is, but he yeah. knows that Jill's not gonna mm-hmm. not gonna yeah. go for it. And uh, but this is the the time where Al kind of uh, pokes in and 
uh, says, well, I have money. Oh, yeah. actually, I guess Benny Benny asks, uh, yeah. you know, why didn't you ask me if uh-huh. you wanted me to invest? Yeah. And Tim goes, well, you got to have money to invest. Yeah. Uh, I like that Benny just quickly acquiesces. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I yeah, forgot. You got, you I forgot. It costs money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's That's why everyone isn't doing this, right. <laughs> Well, yeah, but, and I love that Al, though, I, I love this notion that, that Al has, Al has money. He has $15,000 mm-hmm. sitting around. He still wears flannel all the time yeah. and, and, you know, drives around and in the old money. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't surprise yeah. me. This is yeah. a man who sleeps venture. in a hammock. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so, well, but then Tim says you'd have to get the money out of, you have to make a withdrawal from your mattress, but it's like Al doesn't have a mattress. Yeah. He sleeps yeah. in, a, in, a, in a hammock. Unless, unless Eileen has... Yes, yeah. said like Al, okay. you got to settle down. Yeah, or Al, you can hide your money in my mattress. Ooh, well then that's that's. I'm not saying she's a gold digger, but uh, <laughs> that that seems like a ploy. Um. Uh. Yeah, but Al chimes in saying that uh, you know he wants to. Uh, it's always been a dream of his to own a hardware store. Yeah. Um. But uh, the the scene kind of ends without any real direction. Yeah, it, it just sort of, it sort of sets up that there's this this rivalry between them for the hardware store, and then we get a big ghoul tra- it's transition. A, it's a reused transition from last year, uh, the kind of Freddy Krueger face, ah. which is weird because the scene itself wasn't scary. There's nothing Halloween about it. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> we get a, a ghost transition for some reason. Yeah, these very intense transitions where it's where it's spooky ghouls jumping into the mm-hmm. screen and like you know booing at, at the screen or whatever. And it it made sense last year when the entire episode surrounds mm-hmm. Halloween and Tim being scared it's he's going to get murdered. It's also odd that like you have you do have the storyline that we'll talk about soon with the kids in the Halloween yeah. contest, but they don't do anything else Halloween this episode. Like yeah. even. The store or the house, they're not decorated for Halloween. No, not like, at all. There's not really any form of Halloween except for the transitions and the two kids. The I wonder kids. if we're going to get to the Christmas episode and they're not going to have the big uh, neighborhood lights festival with Doc. Oh, yeah. maybe. Or it's the opposite. It's like this is one of the ones where he just like goes crazy. Maybe. Maybe that's what they're saving their budget for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe in universe it's just that the Taylors went so all out involving every single person they knew in pranking Tim with like a five second prank last <laughs> year that uh, that they were like, okay, no no yeah. one wants to come to our house anymore because they're going to get drafted into another elaborate prank. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we get that weird ghoul transition to back home where Brad and Randy are trying to sneak up on Jill and scare her uh, to show her uh, the scars that they have. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're, it's like they're weird. Scar makeup. Yeah, like zombies. I guess because they're both going as zombies in mm-hmm. one way or another. They've got like fake yeah. like brains coming mm-hmm. out of their heads or whatever. And they run up to her and yell boo or whatever, and she doesn't react. And, and they say, well, you, you don't like our costumes or something? And they say, well, you're, you're totally ugly. I'm just used to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, this is all just set dressing for uh, the real reveal, which is uh, Mark who oh, comes yeah. down. Genius. Full yeah. beard, full flannel, full tool belt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> looking like Al Borland. I want to go as Al Borland now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, last last season, all three of the boys went as Mo from uh, the uh, uh, Stooges. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I want to see all three of the boys go as Al. Yeah. Like that, should, that, <laughs> that that would be the we should all three go as yeah, Al this yeah. coming Halloween. Yeah, that's good. Hey, yeah. you know, I I strive. Al is like what I strive for in my everyday uh, <laughs> wardrobe. You know, I feel a little naked without my beard right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I, I would have to get a fake one. I, I if I even you if would I, look like Mark. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would. It's I just true. have to like take a few inches off of my legs so I can just look like I'm. Uh, I am Mark Azel. Yes, uh, um, that's 
the most brilliant costume uh-huh. I think you can go with. Yeah. Well, and also when when Mark comes out, I mean, Jill, you know, the, the boys are pissed off. They're, they're all competing with each other for the costume contest. Mm-hmm. And Mark comes out and gets this big reaction from everybody. And Jill says, oh, you, you know, you look so anyway. great. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then I think, is it Randy, Randy or Brad says, Brad. well, then that makes you Al's mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, of course, Jill then uh, gives the floor to Mark for what I think is becoming the new grunt. Uh, in the past seasons, we've seen all of the other cast members grunt. Uh, Mark delivers a, I don't think so, Brad. <laughs> uh, and I'm expecting that all of the other That's cast members are going to do their variation on yeah. that. Yeah. We, we need to, to uh, start a new podcast called I Don't Think So Work, I guess, <laughs> to, to, track, to track the usage yeah. of that. <laughs> but uh, uh, cue uh, Tim to come in, and uh, I'll let you take the reins, because this is your favorite thing in the world. So, so <laughs> la- last season on Halloween, Tim answers the phone, Taylor Residence, Happy Halloween, boo, which I thought was my favorite part of that episode, just the way this line is thrown away. And Landon said to me, oh, Truman, oh, now, whoa, buddy, he's going to do that a lot, and you're going to stop liking it. Tim walks in, says, hey, everybody, happy Halloween, boo. I still liked it. You still liked it. We've yeah. got a bunch of more home improvement ahead of us, so maybe uh, I'll start hating it in the future. I definitely noticed that you laughed out loud at that one. <laughs> I, it, it gets me. Just We have a history with it. Like, I had a moment of, like, oh, he liked that one. I <laughs> really liked that one. <laughs> really, really goes in for that specific yeah. joke. Just whenever Tim, yeah. like, whenever Tim does a weird, understated joke instead of mm-hmm. kind of a socky on the jaw <laughs> telegraphed <laughs> joke, I, I go for that. Um, I have a couple just... Periphery things to point out, as I normally do, to yeah. distract us from the narrative of this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim is wearing his uh, patented orange Halloween shirt like he was last season mm, oh my God. on this episode. Hmm. Um, but more interestingly is uh, a bit of set dressing mm-hmm. that is, I don't even know. So you got the front door area, mm-hmm. and then it kind of comes to a banister that is to the left of the stairs, the yeah. stage left of the stairs. And uh, Look at you with your drama school training stage <laughs> left. Well, I actually think I got that wrong, because I think that would be stage right, and it's screen left. Doesn't you you, you really did know. go to college in someone's garage, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> where that banister is on the wall there is a autographed photo of the Hubble Space Telescope. Oh. Hmm. Like the Hubble Space Telescope signed it itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is interesting in that they had the, the Hubble uh, NASA crew on um, an episode last year. Wow. Oh, yeah. Com- completely with a video of them grunting in space. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Oh, man. So just, the, you know, I like that the show just accumulates things like a Cracker Barrel yeah. over time. <laughs> just more and more things uh, end up I on do the like wall. that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, that's that's my distraction from the narrative. That's that's good. No, that that mm. one I'm that one I'm actually glad that you noticed. It's not just like the calendar, which never really seems to change. <laughs> so Tim comes in with. Does he have something for the boys or like some no. Halloween costume? Set? He just I has think he, the, he brought home something. Yeah, they leave and then he's like, "I got candy for the boys, and oh, okay. I got you this special candy that I drove to Canada for." Yeah, and she's winter. like, "Why'd you do that?" And he's just like, "I drive to Europe for you." And she's like, <laughs> "What do you want, Tim?" And that's when he propositions the Harry's Hardware. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, I, you know, I bought you candy, and that brought a smile to your face. And there's something that would buy, bring a smile to my face mm-hmm. if we bought it—a hardware store. She just hands him back the bit because it's like these chocolate-covered <laughs> yeah. marshmallow pumpkins, pumpkins that yeah. she can't find it that are from her childhood. Yeah. She just hands him back, says, "Take your candy back to Canada." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which it, it's honestly not that far of a drive. That's where we used to go to drink. Uh, uh, Windsor is just like right over the bridge before you needed a passport to got get it. there. Got oh. it. So, so he didn't even have to show a pass. So maybe it's not, not as romantic time. a gesture as, as he's making it out I to would me. say from Hamtramck to Windsor, it's probably a 45-minute drive. Well, 
I guess. I don't know. That's, uh, to be fair, that is a trek to go get somebody a piece of chocolate. Yeah. True. Yeah. Like, yes. If I were to yeah. drive to Santa Clarita to go get her a piece of chocolate, yeah. it would be like, wow, you drove to Santa Clarita to yeah. buy me this chocolate. But if you said you'd driven to, I don't know, what's the, is it Tijuana that's on the border? Yeah. Or whatever's in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. saying that you went to another country to get her. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. That, that's, that's fair. Deceptive, because it's yeah. not that far away yeah. when you're talking about another that's country. True. Yeah. And so she she hands it back, says, take your candy back to Canada. And then he starts explaining and saying, like, no, 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 I get a 20% stake for just $15,000. And she says, well, you're in Canada, apply for citizenship. (laughs) And I don't don't think Tim would like it much. I don't think he would do well in Canada. I don't think, like, (laughs) the cold. Not now, but also. Back then it was, like, Mounties and, like, guys, like, like cutting down trees. He probably would have done fine. (laughs) Now it's, like. You know, uh, just people wearing like really nice shirts. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it's it's, it's it's all Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah. It's a country filled with L's. Yeah, <laughs> I think Tim would rise yeah, to yeah, power yeah, yeah. pretty quickly. Well, it, well, I think I think that he would either he would either become prime minister in like a week <laughs> yeah. because he's so rude, or because he's so rude, he would just be spurned by the like. It's a country yeah, yeah. where Al's rule is so nice right. out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of Al, uh, he and Eileen knock on the door and come in, um, saying that they are about to go hit up the early bird special. Yeah. At, um, at some coffee shop or something like that. Yeah. And I don't like, so what hour of the day, like, is this early I'm, bird I'm very special? Que- this whole thing made me question. Cause my assumption was that tool time, the hardware store and this scene were all in the same day, but it's nighttime and yet they're going to get an early bird special. The whole time, the chronology of this was like. Threw me off a bit, but he but he's going to get the meatloaf and she's going to get the chicken piccata, which are not exactly breakfast foods. No dinner. Um, I would say it's got to be a breakfast for dinner thing because all the boys are getting ready for like like Mark's already in full costume for oh, his like. True. Yeah, right. It'd be weird if that was like eight a.m. Well, here's the other thing. This is a Sunday. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the writers yeah. pay that much attention to yeah. the scene. Yeah, the, 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 my, yeah. True to the true to the horror movie Halloween I mean, script. Good morning. Time like, Tim's coming back from doing errands, and the boys are like just starting to play with their costumes. Yeah, I didn't look out the door to see if it was nighttime or daytime in the window. <laughs> yeah, it was nighttime outside. Oh, it was nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least when Al shows yeah. up. But huh. anyway, Al suggests that he's interested in investing uh, in this uh, hardware store, and Chill's like, "Do it. Go for it. Yeah, you got it. We're not doing it." <laughs> Tim's trying to play. Like he still will, but I. Well, like, and I think the argument he makes to Jill, maybe this even before before Al comes in, but he says something like, "You know, this is going to be this is a great investment." And she says, "Well, you said the same thing about the the hot rod," mm-hmm. and he says, "Yeah, and that, and it's it's worth more and more money every day." And she says, "Okay, sell the hot rod, buy the hardware store." And Tim Tim, I think that's that's where he starts running. He's like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. He's just <laughs> at that point, it's kind of like, "All right, it's yours." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Al, this is where we start to get Al's uh, some background information on him about uh, owning a business when he mm-hmm. was younger called yes. Little Al's Lemonade Stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, with a brilliant tagline: "When it comes to lemons, I'm your main squeeze." Uh, that's good. <laughs> it's that's brilliant good. for a, a. And to be fair, it kid. sounds like he crushed it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, he needs s- seed money. <laughs> life, life gave him lemons, and he made lemonade. That is truly low-hanging fruit, but it is actually fruit. Okay, there it is. Uh, do you have anything else in the scene before we go? I, I don't have any more puns I can do about lemons. No, I didn't no. even really in the first place, as you can tell. Uh, those lemons were lemons. Uh, we go to the hardware store. Where thing, things like kind of start to go sour. <laughs> 
we do, go, do you want to write for our podcast? <laughs> you can just like send, send us like you watch the, the episodes and just send us the zingers. Uh, we go to the hardware store where something's happening, um, but I'm fixated on the pocket knife display. Oh. There's a they're selling pocket knives. There's, okay. a, there's a whole hmm. thing right in front of the counter of pocket knives. Well, yeah. So at the at the hardware store, I was kind of expecting that at this point. I thought the thrust of this episode was going to be this back and forth. Tim and like I thought that Tim was not going to let it go. This mm-hmm. opportunity yeah. to buy the hardware store, but we get there and Al walks in and is talking to Harry and says something like, "Oh, what's yeah? Well, well welcome back. How you how you doing, silent partner? Or how you doing, new mm-hmm. investor? I don't know exactly what term he had. I had I not been taking notes on this stupid paper, <laughs> I would have. He actually, calls him silent partner. Yeah, he really yeah. Like, reinstates that like you're twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was weird that like when Al started to say something, Harry just said, "Shut the fuck up." Al. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, this it's is like, like a, a family turn. show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Donnie, shut the fuck up. Uh, well, and, and truthfully, though, that is kind of the subtext of everything Harry is saying. Uh, because Al, yeah. is, Al is talking a lot. And, and like he, he asks him how he's feeling. And Al is like, I just have so many new perceptions of what and who Al Borland can be. Because of this, like... <laughs> he's a dreamer. Yeah. He's, he's, drunk, he's drunk off of his power already. And the, the first uh, bit of power he exercises is the no free coffee sign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not... Coffee, fifty cents. <laughs> Very passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. No free coffee yeah. as he puts it next to the person getting the free coffee. Yeah, actually, that's an objectively bad <laughs> sign. Like not saying how much you can pay if you want coffee, just saying that you can't have coffee for free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's but also he's learning. It's his first day in business, so I, I guess uh, short of a his... whole new set of responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and also though, I mean, he, huge loophole. There is clearly a box of donuts there. He doesn't say anything about the donuts. Yeah. I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm just going to go hog wild in those donuts before he can print mm-hmm. up a new sign. I would say that this is a, a bit of really good business acumen on Al's part because he puts the powdered donuts out there for free knowing uh, that you need to wash it down with something. So you need to buy a yeah. 50 cent cof- uh, cup of coffee. Uh, but again, I am his worst nightmare. I don't, like, I eat a donut and I'm like, you know what would wash this down great? More donuts. <laughs> <laughs> or or an ice cold glass of water, maybe I don't know. Uh, cold glass of donut. Um, <laughs> we uh, so because of this ridiculous sign, Benny goes, "Hey Harry, can I borrow fifty cents?" Mm-hmm. Harry goes, "Sure." Opens up the till, pulls out fifty cents, hands it to <laughs> hands it to Benny. Benny hands it to uh-huh. Al, and Al hands it back to Harry and puts it back in the till. Yeah. And that was genius. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice little uh, merry-go-round of yeah. of comedy. I liked to imagine when they were filming it, just everyone like not even able to get through the scene. <laughs> I thought it was so funny, like people just yeah. crying. People like they get to the one, they're like, "Here you go, Benny," and like goes back, and he's just like loses it. And they're like, "All right, we got to start over. Get it, get it back." <laughs> All right, here you go, yeah. Harry. And like before you can even the register, they all lose it again. <laughs> they they, they, they should have ended up in the outtakes. Real yeah. the there, there were so many outtakes of them breaking during that scene. They just couldn't fit them all yeah. in there into the bloops yeah. at the end. That's actually why it's a two-part clip show. Yeah. Is one of them is just them trying to get through that scene with a straight face. Yeah. Or maybe those clips were bad. So that, you, nope, you know, it's too contrived to try to make a Breaking Bad joke out of that. I, I appreciate where you're going, though. I, I, I'm tr- I am trying to assemble the IKEA jokes <laughs> you, you, more and more, but no, they don't. It doesn't happen. So you you got to hire someone off yeah. the internet to do it the way the way that I do. Anyway, uh, Al wants to start talking about uh, handling the discounts in the store because Tim is trying to buy some gutters uh, mm-hmm. for his house, and Harry wants to get them at cost yeah. for tool time tickets. Mm-hmm. Al's like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that anymore." Um, Th- throwing a lot of weight around for a twenty yeah. percent stakeholder mm-hmm. in uh, in the business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
and you know, Harry, and Harry is pushing back and saying, "Well, Tim is our biggest customer, yeah. and he, you know, like it, it, you know, we've we, he he spends wait. more in a month than most people spend in a year." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, you weren't even you weren't even taking notes, yeah. and you got the lines yeah. down. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, so Al though won't seem to see, he says like, well, if we're giving discounts to Tim, then you're going to be giving discounts to your family members and then to my mm-hmm. family members. And I'm thinking Al is certainly going to give his mom a discount if she wants one. So, <laughs> you know, people who live in glass houses, mm-hmm. glass hardware stores shouldn't throw mm-hmm. glass hardware bricks. Yeah. Because then you'll end up like Brad being brought home from the cops or brought home with the cops. By by, by the, the cops. By the cops. Uh-huh. I don't know what my... this this yeah, this English is a second language uh, project of, of hosting a podcast has really been working pretty well for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a long process. Uh, um, but the Tim and Al argue a little bit over this, and Harry chimes in about it. Yeah, and Harry it's, Harry takes like, a hard his line. foot down. Yeah, yeah, he says, "Shut the fuck up, yeah. Al." <laughs> yeah, it was weird to have it twice in one scene. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, know this 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 is the NC seventeen yeah, episode yeah. Of, of the really scary thing about this Halloween episode is the breakdown of civility. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, but, but yeah, Harry puts his foot down that, no, we are going to give it to Tim for, uh, for cost. And so Tim says something, t- take us out of the scene. Tim says something like, uh, well, well, there you go, little Al, or like, thanks, big Harry. What do you know, little Al, or mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. And then we get a lemon transition, mm. um, into tool time. Yes. Uh, nope. I, I was going for a peel joke. I didn't. I couldn't do it. I, okay. I guess I peeled out on that. Um, it was an appealing try. Uh, so <laughs> they're t- talking about how to hang pictures on a hollow yeah. wall. Well, we get we get an appearance of Heidi. I always like to point oh, those out. Right. Yes, we yes. don't see her too often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heidi. Do you, are you are you more of a Heidi or Lisa girl? I'm a I'm a I became a Heidi guy. Yeah. Because uh, she, she's just in it. The rest of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is enough of an, uh, a reason I think. Because yeah. she actually has a character, yeah. kind of. Yeah. I had, we we did one season with Heidi and I'd forgotten that Pamela Anderson was on yeah. the show. <laughs> given totally. the, given is she the, only in one season? Two, two seasons. Two, yeah. I'm she's basically only in like a total of one season mm-hmm. though. Like she Not disappears even. for long yeah. periods of time. Yeah. Uh but yeah, they're so Heidi introduces them. She and she introduces like the star of the yeah, show. Yeah, I made that note too. A it, little different. It always kind of seems like Debbie Dunning is just ad libbing this, or like that they wrote it like five seconds before they turned the yeah, camera yeah, on. Yeah. It's something like the guys who aren't fools when it comes to tools. Yeah, or I mean, that's pretty good for ad libbing. I mean, I can't even make a peel joke. So <laughs> yeah, and it's it's not like our intros are especially great on this show. So so she's she's fine. We're not, yeah. We don't mean to criticize anyone. Uh, but so they're talking about how to hang pictures on a yeah. hollow wall. Wall anchors. Yeah, and the first thing Tim does is knock on the wall and say, Hollow wall, you're such a stud. <laughs> I don't <That> know. great. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it's one of those jokes that if Al did it, you'd laugh. Yes, absolutely. Because Al would do it with, like, Tim, it's, it's always a smirk, chunk. and uh-huh. Al would be so pleased with himself, <laughs> and he would just have to stop yeah. and put his hand against the wall and laugh. Do his little snort. Um... And then, of course, uh, Tim goes through the different wall anchors. Yes. And um, makes a Paul Inca joke. Yes, complete, complete with I was a... like, how over the head is that, is that for like 90% of the people watching this? I was like, woo? Yeah. yeah, I know. That's why they had to have a visual aid with yeah. it. Even then, I was just like, still not. Nah, you've lost me, let alone if I was eight. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's not only a visual aid, but then he has to dance it back and forth to show you that it's yeah. music, yeah. too. Uh, I on, But honestly, honestly... I still kind of like this joke just because I thought he was going to do a boat anchor joke. Like, it was just going to be like, uh, you know, a, yeah. a, a gigantic ship's anchor that he hauls up mm-hmm. from, from back there. Uh, but this is the moment that uh, Al decides, oh, wall anchors, you know where I like to get mine? 
at Harry's hardware mm. and pulls open his flannel, which felt a little indecent, to mm-hmm. be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. We've never seen below the, the flannel. <laughs> I guess that's not true. We've seen him stripped down. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, well, I don't know, like on online on the on those uh, you know <laughs> on the I, deep web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what the deep web is really for. It's for buying drugs, guns, and uh, Richard yeah, Karn yeah. uh, beefcake shots. Yeah, but we we get uh, an address uh, for Harry's Hardware, oh, which is uh, Third and Main in Royal Oak. Yeah, oh. which I looked up. Uh, it is now a Starbucks. Oh. So that uh, no free coffee <laughs> joke really came back to bite him in the ass. But free Wi Fi. <laughs> so there's that. Not I wonder if it ever that. was a real hardware store. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. To, can you look at history of yeah. addresses? Yeah, Google Google Maps Take history. Time. Yeah. Because I'm sure the Google Street View car was driving around in the 90s, taking pictures <laughs> of what was there. Yeah. Uh, one moment. I just have to flip a page. Oh yeah, I like it. I like Authentic old timey podcasting. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so so Al pl- you know does the plug for the hardware store. And Tim is, like, so angry about yeah. this and says, like, well, I'm sorry to interrupt your commercial with our show, mm-hmm. which, and, and this gets brought up by Al shortly, but, like, Tim has no legs to stand on when it's, like, being upset about the show going off track, mm-hmm. especially because when they get back on track, Tim immediately just goes right back into diverting from the lesson to <laughs> right. dunk on mm-hmm. Al some more. Which is, uh, they're going back to the wall hanger, uh, the wall anchors on the, the piece of drywall that they have, and he pulls out a framed... A uh, picture of the Mona Lisa with Al's face on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mona Al Lisa. I wrote that note that they had missed a decent joke. Yeah, they wrote. They he says it's Mona Borland. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's less than Mona Al yeah, Lisa. Mona. Yeah, it would have been better. Would have been much better. Yeah. Monday morning home improvement writing though. That's, that's <laughs> what, what do you do? Uh, so he, he shows, you know, that again, somehow then Al works in another plug for, uh, for Harry's hardware. I, I, I don't remember how exactly it comes He just keeps, Mona. yeah, keeps doing it and, uh, you know, uh-huh. opening up, uh, his shirt to say. The only know, thing I would say in, in defense of, uh, Tim here mm-hmm. is that they are sponsored by Binford Tools. Yes. So True. is there any competition there or, do, or, or is it a good thing because Harry sells Binford anyway? I don't, I I don't su- know. I, I would assume, assume that, that you know Harry would. I, would I mean, if Tim's a... Patriot. I would yeah, assume, yeah, unless Peter. Harry's like a Black and Decker guy, and that's like a big Ooh, part of the controversy. Could be, yeah, yeah, that would be yeah, bad. I don't, don't know. Yeah. I didn't, didn't. Well, didn't Mister Binford run off with a Black and Decker model? Though? Yeah, so maybe he did. Black and Decker is like now part of the Binford family. But Mister Binford's also dead now, and we don't know what happened to the Black and Decker girl. Oh, yeah, it Mr. could Binford be yeah. foul play. Yeah, ooh. So there could be some sort of additional rivalry going Spin on. Spinoff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making a murderer. True crime. Yeah. <laughs> Tool crime. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tim is actually pretty angry about this whole uh, promotion thing, and they cut to break, uh, commercial break, where he says, you know, uh, from our sponsor of Binford, or, or he says, from Binford, our actual sponsor of the okay. show, and then he really lays into Al in front of the audience. He says, this isn't your personal forum, and Al, channeling me, says, it is for you. I can't plug... Th- like, you get to do whatever you want, but I can't plug something important to me, and Tim just goes, yes! And they both turn and look, and the whole audience is just mm-hmm. sitting there silently staring. Watching it's awkward, yeah. for sure. So then they go behind the wall to continue. Yeah, where Al calls him... Uh, no, this is, you know, I know Harry used some harsh language earlier, uh, but... <laughs> You know, Al really digs into Tim here, digs his heels in, and calls him a mean son of a gun. Yes. Oh, yeah, which yeah. is like real curse word territory yeah. for Al. Yeah, they had to they had to blur out his mouth when <laughs> he said it, yeah. so the people lip reading wouldn't yeah. even get. But then, and then on that, 
uh, a gigantic ghostly pumpkin yeah. that I don't remember from last year no, bursts through the wall like Slimer at the end of Ghostbusters and flies just to remind us that it's Halloween yeah uh. because I because honestly I had forgotten at this yes. point uh, but you wouldn't going into this next scene because uh, Jill is helping Randy with his scab and mm, uh, hair zombie and costume yeah mm-hmm. um, and Brad and Randy are going as zombies but you know I, I like this choice that they are going for like old school cemetery yeah, zombies same. Not like like Einsteiny looking, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. fresh out of the grave rather than you know yeah. died in an apartment and yeah, whatever, yeah, re- these re- new age crazy zombies, <laughs> yeah, I or, like or, or thriller zombies, <laughs> yeah. thriller zombie, whatever. Yeah. They come out of the grave. No, their costumes look great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and also, but also that that Mark is doing his own thing for a costume, but Brad and Randy are just like, no, we're going to do the same thing because he was so mortified and embarrassed over the Three Stooges thing from last year. Like, I am. Well, not they also do do an interesting job throughout this whole show of like making it clear that Mark's the little brother. Yes, you yeah. know what I mean. Like yeah. these two are buddies. This kid is like the mama's boy. Yeah, and there, there's a trend this season which we'll see play out uh, in two scenes from now where they're actually like Mark has always been the butt of jokes and uh-huh. like always the. Rec- receiving end of Randy's psychotic schemes. Mm-hmm. But this season, Mark seems to be getting his uh, his due. He seems mm-hmm. to be winning the things and, like, getting... Uh... They've established that like, he's, like, good at games, and he beats mm-hmm. them at games and uh, stuff. And... He's a true Bobby Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but this is where uh, Tim comes home, and yeah. um, well, I don't well, know what he does. Mark has first... Mark has shown to everyone... Or actually, I guess Tim comes home. That's right. And Mark has shown that he's updated his Al uh, costume yeah. with a Harry's Hardware yeah. shirt. And Tim Tim sees that... Now my own sons. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's followed him home. And so anyway, there, there's a honk from outside. Mm-hmm. Yep. As always, people just come and honk when the boys have to be taken someplace. <laughs> and so the boys all go off to whatever mm-hmm. Halloween costume contest they're going to. Yeah. And... In a, a very... Like, this is a very revolving door-ish episode mm-hmm. where people are just coming and going and yeah. it's not very common for this show uh-huh. but in this one uh, as soon as the boys leave Eileen comes in uh-huh. dressed in full golf regalia uh-huh. I, well briefly like, there's a brief moment where the boys leave and Jill points out hey this is the first Halloween in 13 years oh, that we're right. alone oh, at the house yeah real sexual yeah like and normally <laughs> Jill isn't the one propositioning mm-hmm. well unless they have to end the episode real quick on yeah. a sexy note but she says something like, right. what, well, what do you say we, we go upstairs, take our clothes off, and try to scare each other? And Tim says, it'll only happen if you've got Harry's hardware on your bra. <laughs> and she's like, oh, let me show you my bra right now and find out. It's yeah. like basically what she said. And then, yeah. he did like a, then he did like the most sensual grunt you've ever heard. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's yeah a, I wish it's, I hadn't done that. It was I, uncomfortable. That, felt <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable that should be the new intro for the show, yeah. just you doing that over and over again. Every time. We don't yeah. need a theme song. Ugh. We just need a... We, it's Landon. It's, it's <laughs> sensually grunt. Grunting, Gross. show me your G face. This is, is what it is. Um, but so you know they're so they're getting all ready to be hot and heavy, and then there's a knock at the door, mm-hmm. and everyone seems just okay with the fact that this moment has been derailed. And she goes to the door and opens it, and there is Eileen in her in her golf golf costume. Yeah, and she comes in upset. You know she's supposed mm-hmm. to be with Al tonight, but Al has. Canceled their date to go mm-hmm. to the Putt Putt Panorama. The Halloween party at the Putt Putt Panorama. Oh, okay, okay. Which my question then was 
is this a costume or is this just what they wear to go putt putt? Because <laughs> we we've established that yeah. Al is big into putt putt. Mm-hmm. It, it it certainly seems like kind of everyone has forgotten it's Halloween. Tim and Tim mm-hmm. and Jill aren't even wearing costumes. Yeah, they're like the biggest Halloween fans in the world. I know. Yeah, yeah. They're, they've just got like one bowl of candy that they're going to hand out. They're, they're treating Halloween the way yeah. like normal adults treat Halloween, where it's like, yeah, we're going to stay home and maybe give candy yeah. to kids or maybe just <laughs> eat it all ourselves. Uh, but Eileen is upset because Al has canceled their date, and mm-hmm. uh, he canceled the the previous mm-hmm. date and canceled the next date because he wants to spend all the time at the hardware store. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jill kind of coaxes Tim to go, "Why don't you go down there and talk to him?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tim begrudgingly, yeah, she basically fine. says that he's looking at the hardware store the way that he used to look at her, <laughs> right, uh, right. And then uh, there's some really good jokes of like Tim of like. You know, Jill being like, "I know that feeling," and then Tim being like, "I, I'm still having that feeling." <laughs> That's pretty good. I think I think Jill is like, "I've been there," and yeah. Tim goes, "I'm, I'm still, still there. there." Yeah, and then I'll go to there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that takes us out to the hardware store again. Yes, where where Al is talking. Wait, wait, wait! It's hardware after hours. <laughs> uh, hardware store nights. Yeah, uh, but Al is there. With Wilson in full skeleton makeup, but... Oh, I forgot about this. Wilson is... You see his whole face. Like, yeah, he's wearing yeah. makeup, but you see his whole face. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've kind of yeah. been fucked with... Like, I feel, it's like... It's, it's a little like, weird. It's like you're six yeah, years I old. Yeah, I felt uncomfortable that they didn't just use a mask or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, is the uncomfortableness because he wasn't wearing a mask or because he was wearing basically a, uh, a leotard? I liked that. I, lo- <laughs> I, I loved that. I was all about the leotard. They made me go, oh, oh God. Uh, but he, like, I don't know, like, there's just so many mm-hmm. ways that you, so many fun things you could have done to hide his face. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like you being six years old and your dad yeah. comes down and says, hey, Santa isn't real. Same for the Easter bunny. <laughs> yeah. Every, everyone dies. Yeah. And it's weird because he does put in a slightly different type of performance than his, than he normally does. I don't yeah. know if it's because... Like leaning in and stuff. He, and just yeah. Kinda... He, he's a little more, um, I don't know, smiley. Maybe it's because we don't ever see his mouth, but like... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's also because he's just acting off of Al rather than Tim. I don't know. Because this is one of our first Al Wilson scenes as well. Yeah. Like, they could have always had him behind a shelf. They could have always had him yeah. holding up a thing to examine it. There were so mm-hmm. many types of... I mean, let me just be a Monday morning scene blocker at this point, I guess. <laughs> but I, it, yeah. it really broke my shit that I could, that I could <laughs> see his face. Uh, uh, but Al and Wilson are kind of talking about the intricacies of business and running... Um, the the hardware store Al is very interested in doubling his money, mm-hmm. and Al uh, Wilson gives us a piece of faux philosophy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He says, "You know, the best way to double your money is to fold it over once and put it in your pocket." <laughs> which which is, I yeah. mean, that's some of the most memorable advice he's given. <laughs> also, what Al mentions is that he his plan is to like kind of springboard from this to opening his own hardware mm-hmm. store in the next five years and du- like he wants to double his money in five years opening your own business which as someone who doesn't know anything about mm-hmm. business I can tell you that's not how it works mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like that no, you're not just gonna turn around and start making money when you open your own store I, yeah. but I guess the 90s I don't know the economy was better maybe it was possible back then I don't. I don't know. It's such a. I kind of had a weirdly opposite, um, like brain, like where my my yeah. math went was. I was like fifteen grand times five years 
is like three grand a year doesn't seem that crazy to me. <laughs> like he's basically saying he needs to make two hundred bucks a month to like double his money. Uh, and so I was like, sense. I feel like you should make two hundred bucks a month if you own twenty percent of a of a of a hardware store. Yeah, I don't know. This seems yeah, logical yeah. to me. Yeah, because if, if he if he owns twenty percent and he's only making two hundred dollars a month, then like that means that you know uh, Harry is only making eight hundred dollars a month. Owning the rest of the hardware store doesn't seem like enough. I don't know. Just yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so bad at math that I agree yeah. with both of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think none of us should open a business. Let's yeah, just all keep the moral of the story. Let's all keep doing the weird <laughs> kind of Hollywood story. stuff that we're doing yeah. instead of opening a hardware store. Oh man! Uh, but uh, as Wilson is heading out the door, Tim comes in, not realizing that it's Wilson. Um, they have a little exchange. Yeah, like he says something to like watch your bones, buddy, or something like that. And he yeah. says, uh, "Sure, sure thing." Halloween spooky neighbor. That's not what he says, but <laughs> uh, but Tim Wilson, mm-hmm. which I think more could have been made of the fact that like, wait, you're not behind a fence. What's going on? Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't. Again, Monday morning. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, lot, a lot left to be desired. Yeah, uh, but Tim comes in uh, and Al's like, or he asks Al what he's doing at the hardware store. Al's like, it's a brand new idea. It's the uh, hardware store for the after hours crowd. The after hour hardware crowd is yeah. how we said it. But um, and Tim, there's literally no one in there but Tim. And Tim's like, I am the after hours <laughs> hardware crowd. Uh, yeah. Why don't you close up the mm-hmm. store? Yeah. And Al kind of explains that the you know Tim is saying you're really. Mm-hmm. You know, Eileen is really pissed off, like you're going to ruin your relationship with her mm-hmm. because of all, you're putting all this time into the store. And Al is explaining, well, you know, my dad, you know, my, my whole life I've lived the same routine. I get up at the same time. I eat the same thing for breakfast to go to the bathroom at the same time. Oh, good. Tim, I was going to say, I, I sometimes I write a note mm-hmm. and I have no idea what it means. <laughs> so I, until you said this, I had no idea what this note meant. Mm-hmm. Don't not going to the bathroom at the same time. Yes. That had completely <laughs> left my head out of yeah. context. That's also I'm just like, good. What the fuck was I writing? It's also just good life advice. You don't want to not. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a cherished thing. But uh, <laughs> okay. But he goes on to explain that that he wants to take a risk and go out a limb for this because in his dad's whole life, his dad never took a risk, yeah. and he wants to kind of step, you know, do better than his dad did. I like yeah. this moment, and he yeah. talks about yeah, just like uh, yeah. I thought the whole thing of him bringing up his dad i think this show does a good job of uh getting in those kind of emotional punches every now and again like yeah. i remember when like mr binford dies and yeah. stuff like they have yeah. they have some good moments of that and this is a good one yeah absolutely and you get you get i like again we like richard having richard Carn give have something to chew on a little bit yeah, yeah. range for yeah. for him you yeah. know and in, in fact yeah do 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 oh here we go do 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 Karn corner yeah, it was it was a short it, one. It was, an, it was an understated theme song. It was. For I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I might have a little perform, performance anxiety with a third host here. Yeah, uh, it's, it's always hard when someone's watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is Karn Corner presented by um, John Smith. Okay. And uh, I, I'm choosing John Smith, even though I couldn't remember his name for half a second. Uh, being the the name, I mean, John Smith is the name that is given to people. I'm doing really well here. Uh, this, is, this is great, man. We're in the we're in the home stretch. I don't disagree. It is a name. Legitimately, one of our sponsors is named John oh, Smith. Oh, got it. Yes. Got it. Uh, so well, we're not just making them up. Oh, I thought you were. Yeah. I chose uh, this bit of trivia uh, specifically for John oh. this week. Um, Richard Carn gained drama experience uh, in Scotland at the Edinburgh mm. uh, Edinburgh Ed- Edin- Edinburgh Festival. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about an Edinburgh. Edinburgh. It's probably it's probably deep fried. Festival. Uh, okay. Oh, the uh, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Well, this just says 
Edinburgh Festival. Edinburgh. <laughs> just the Edinburgh Festival? <laughs> yep. Okay. Cool. So it doesn't say fringe. It just says. I'm sure that's what it was. I'm sure yeah, it was. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, uh, that's, so that's I, cool. I, I had on a previous episode said that it was London. Um, it was not. It was in Scotland. So oh well, hey, that's huh. uh, that's that's pretty cool. He's up there huh. drinking Iron Brew sodas and uh, hiking up Arthur's <laughs> Seat. Yeah, and um, huh. can't think of a third uh, Edinburgh thing. But uh, <laughs> I can't even say it. So yeah, um, that's embarrassing for me. John Smith, thank you for uh, for still supporting <laughs> our show when when we can't even pronounce the city you live in. <laughs> uh, I also can't pronounce. Worcestershire. I don't think can do that one. Yeah. Sauce. I can't yeah. say my favorite, which is Russia. Shriacha. Yeah, there you go. I get Russia. Russia. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I can't say my favorite. <laughs> Russia. Russia. Collusion is very spicy. So <laughs> yeah. Russia. Um, Great anyway, jokes. Great jokes. Before he got into TV, yeah, he was spending time over hmm. overseas, um, getting his. Uh, Dramatic chops, yeah. You know? Yeah. Figured this is a good time with his uh, dramatic monologue yeah. to, to comment. He's yeah. got some background. Yeah. Practically, uh, yeah, practically Shakespearean, this this monologue. <laughs> uh, I think at a certain point, we're going to run out of Richard Karn trivia, and we're going to have to start making up rumors about him. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll just we'll just ask him, Mr. Karn, what rumors would you like to have started about yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, you know, what, what, what sorts of allure would you like to have? You know, what kind of urban legends do you want? I would love if, and don't get me wrong, I, I've never seen Last Man Standing. I'm, I'm sure Tim Allen's great and stuff, but I would love... Not if the same thing happened to Roseanne, but I, if a different scenario happened and we got like Al. Oh my God! And yes. it was just called like Al, yeah, like Al time or something, and it was you know, yeah, Al and the family. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, we we've pitched many an Al spinoff, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but I do think there's room for him to to come. I mean, they did the Connors without Roseanne, yeah. so yeah. why not do exactly. a Home Improvement uh, revival without Tim Allen? Yeah. I you know, I think there's I think that idea would have a lot of legs because yeah. I or, like or, or its own thing, a separate thing. You could still have Last Man Standing going on, but yeah. then we just also have Al. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Al and his hardware store or yeah. uh, just you know what you, I I we pitch we were on another podcast a long time ago where we had to pitch a pilot for a reboot mm. and my idea was that he is essentially the new Binford. Oh yeah, yeah. And he wants to bring tool time back and wants yeah. to sponsor it with his tool brand. Uh I think that might be a good, That's a good idea. Yeah. And the the show would be called I Think So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's been this week's Karn Corner, and that's uh, the outro for that one. We <laughs> outros get shorter and shorter. <laughs> they do. Um, so Tim successfully coaxes uh, Al to lighten up to relinquish some of his power mm-hmm. back to Harry. He says, "He says you take a risk every day. You come to work with me, mm-hmm. and and that that kind of breaks True. through to Al. He, he does." <laughs> And yeah, so he he leaves the he says like okay, well, I'll just I'll just get the store closed up and you know I'll I'll get to putt putt before it's shut shut and Tim <laughs> says you're a nut nut and uh, oh, I had a great back and forth yeah. this episode yeah it's very very uh very wordplay y <laughs> um but we, the no sorry was there on. a trans I missed the transition here I, if there was one I don't so much remember the transition yeah, is just yeah. is just Al is like oh I'm gonna I'll close up shop and Tim says no you go you go let me close yeah. up and and Al says you want me to leave you alone in my mm-hmm. hardware store I don't think so Tim <laughs> which I think was also good growth yeah. because I was really expecting oh that's how we're gonna get rid of this plot line uh, uh, you know Al leaves Tim alone in the store and then Tim blows up the store or something <laughs> by accident right, right. just like what happened with yeah. Al's fishing yeah. shack <laughs> I uh, forgot about that yeah. Uh, 
So we'll just say that it faded out, and then it fades back into the grandiose uh, Halloween party where there are streamers and costumes and music and bubbling uh, fog and lights, and uh, I'm running out of uh, uh, Halloween things here. uh, Dry ice. Dry ice. uh, 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 Fake blood made of corn syrup. Horror films playing and being projected on the wall. Uh, Mistletoe hanging uh, by, you know, uh, there's presents presents on, you know, stockings. Uh, There's an Easter bunny in the corner. (laughs) Full everything. Bill Murray running in saying, like, I've done this before. It's Groundhog Day forever. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm getting all my notes mixed up here. No, that's right. Uh, There's nothing Halloween about this. Uh, Boys come back. From the costume contest. Yes, and uh, they're, they're, well, two of them are pretty butthurt, and one of them is the opposite of butthurt. (laughs) As predicted. Yes, yes. uh, It has been written. Yes. (laughs) The prophecies have come to pass, Uh and uh, Mark has won the Halloween costume contest. Because uh, according to Randy, in more great wordplay, the judges were a real flannel panel. Uh Uh-huh. And one of them... Uh Uh-huh, Al's mom. Al's mom. Why? It's like, what are the odds? How? I mean, like, yeah, you, go to, you go to a random costume contest, yeah. and, like, your dad's co-worker's mom, who you're dressed up as, it's, it's like, it's incredible. I, I, think, I think that means that either Al's mom should have recused herself, or more likely, Mark should have been disqualified. Because, I mean, it's just not, like, that's a clear conflict Mark of interest. Mark is a piece of shit. <laughs> no, no, Mark is a piece of shit, though. I think so. I think Mark... Uh, I'm constantly th- defending him on this yeah, show. It actually. was totally rigged. Totally the question rigged. is, did Mark know that Al's mom was part of the yeah, judge panel? I mean, I think For there weeks. just needs to be an investigation. How long has he been planning this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, yeah, was there collusion? The prize was $100,000. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. I, I, that seems like the sort of thing, even if the prize was a nickel and a corn dog, yeah. I still think Tim would have rigged that so his son yeah. could win. That seems like a, a Tim move. Yeah. yeah. If he could get, you know, half the corn dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Mark has won, and uh, he's very happy about it. They, they all kind of trudge upstairs, um, and Tim comes home. Yeah. I don't really remember what happens to the rest of the scene. I, I think I got, it was just a very like he mentioned something about like how he basically how those the, we got prob- the key. Yeah, he, well, before that, he like makes he just gives it, he basically just recaps very quickly to Jill yeah, like right. everything's fine now. Yeah, like, yeah. like he's gonna go back. He's gonna be a more time. Thoughtful guy, yeah. sort of thing. They're, they're playing putt putt right and now, and then there's a joke, almost yeah, as if this key. was the end of a sitcom episode. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I holds the key up, and he's basically just like, "And Al gave me the key to his hardware store," and she's like, "Al gave you the key," and he's just like, "He doesn't know." That's <laughs> great. I was con- my my attention was consumed by this yellow bowl that was on the counter that they were using <laughs> to divvy out the candy. Uh, because we had that same bowl growing up, and that uh, is what I associate with Halloween. So uh, this episode ended up being more good. Halloween-y than gotcha. I, I anticipated. Yeah. It was a different, like, you know, on the surface it doesn't seem like Halloween, but, like, it's actually full of things that resonate very emotionally with your Halloween <laughs> exactly. memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I did like how it ends with, like, the walkthrough, and some, we were talking about it somehow, sometimes the... Um, bloopers or the outtakes are not yeah, great. Like they're, they're just, just kind of like, yeah. why are we watching this again? Yeah. But this one I did like because it was the you know they just introduced the hardware store. Yeah, I did like that they walked through. You see the crew who's filming it all, just, and then yeah, they go waving. into their own garage, which should be the, garage, the hardware yeah. store because the sets are together. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. They it's only been I think it's like the third time they've ever kind of taken us out yeah. of the scenes. I remember the George Foreman episode yeah. where he chases him. That was the first time we really yeah. got to see I like it. when they do that. Yeah, yeah, I do too. To kind of get Especially a Especially like, you know, we live in LA, we kind of know how it works, but if you right. were like, 
1993, a family watching it, you'd have a good moment of like, oh yeah. man, it's crazy yeah. that they do these back to back. You know, magic. Yeah. <laughs> the hardware store is right there. <laughs> they can open the fridge and go into another yeah. room. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. That was good. I would honestly like it if they did more of the. I would rather yeah. see that than just like you know Tim dropping a line again yeah. and again. <laughs> um. But yeah, and that that is our utterly spooktacularly uh, not scary Halloween episode. Yeah. I would sum it up by saying that's all she wrote, and you know why? Because we murdered this episode. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. Peel. No, you know what? I should have just. I you should have just, just done your sensual yeah. grunt and then <laughs> yeah. and hit the pause button. Really, every time you get the the urge to try and do a joke, just do a sensual grunt. Yeah. That's really what people are listening yeah. to this for. Fair, fair. Yeah. I will keep that. That's good advice. Um, yeah. We do have another segment to do, which is. Uh? Is that like maracas? Yeah, it's more perco- Cast, it's, castanets. I'm doing a more uh, avant garde feel this uh, this episode. <laughs> okay. Um, the Grunt Count brought to you by Kirstie Jeffries. Oh, okay. Thank you, uh, thank you, Kirstie, for for sponsoring that. Uh, <laughs> do does anyone want to guess what? The how grunt? many? Oh, so the yeah. Grunt Count the grunts, is yeah. how many grunts did uh, occurred in this episode? And we we can do include the essential one, obviously, right? <laughs> yeah, we do oh, have yes, a system. That one counts. We okay. don't count grunts that are words, or I should say, Truman doesn't. I don't I, do I the counting. He doesn't. So, yeah, but we're, like, yeah, when he's going. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and a grunt is like oh, oh, oh would yeah, be yeah. three, so it has oh. to have a start and a finish. Yeah, I like the, with the distinctive. So with him going like oh no no that those don't count got as it, grunts, got but it. him going. Oh, oh, I'm gonna oh, go seven. Ooh, that is the magic number uh, that well in the past that uh, has occurred the most. Yeah, so I think that's a great huh. guess. That is a very that is a very solid guess. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess a little lower. I'm gonna say four. Mm. Uh, just because our count has been very low lately, and I feel like I counted at least three. Uh, well, you're right. You did count at least three, and you did count seven, but the true number is nine. Oh, this, wow. uh, this was an unusually high number of grunts this episode. Yeah, this is one of the one of the higher higher totals for this hmm. season. Interesting. Yeah, it, it kind of. Now that you say it, it had a little scent of grunt on. Kind of wild to think grunt there's must. nine grunts in a like 22 minute show. <laughs> I yeah, know. well, we've had we've had one with what fifty five grunts in it before. 70, seventy something. Oh, seventy. Yeah, yeah seventy seven grunts was the highest. Yeah. yeah, isn't that insane? I mean, even nine though. If it, this episode is literally like twenty two to twenty four minutes, somewhere yeah. in that range. You got to yeah. think if it's twenty two minutes, that means like every other minute. Yeah, there's a grunt. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The GPM is uh, is, yeah, is yeah. higher on this one than it has been in a while. Wow, nine. All right, yeah. that's gonna give me um, something to think about for our grunt count hit and our. Um... Know what I'm dreaming about tonight. <laughs> sensual grunts <laughs> yeah the sensual grunt counts as four oh, grunts yeah. um do either of you have anything we didn't cover in this long-winded episode i do not no uh, great time yeah luke we are so glad that you could be here want to yeah. let listeners know where you can find uh, some of your stuff yeah, you can follow uh, me on Twitter at Luke Barnett. Um, also on all the Instagrams of the world. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, our, our, we have a company called Lone Suspect, mm-hmm. spelled L-O-N-E. It's LoneSuspect.com. You can kind of follow the movies and all the TV projects, stuff we're doing. Yeah. yeah. You got some uh, some fun, fantastic yeah. projects coming up. I'm very excited Trying, to see man. Anderson Falls. Thanks, man. Um, Stark. Yeah. yeah. Are you, because you're working with Gary Cole on that one. Yeah. Am, am I allowed to say this? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you working? your way through the the office space cast we <laughs> literally have made two jokes constantly which are the office space cast <laughs> and also 
um, the '90s in general, people, okay. because yeah. it's kind of crazy. We've uh, on top of all the Richard Relays of the world, we had like Ham from the Sandlot and Fury. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's we right. worked recently with Reginald L. Johnson, the dad of yeah. Family Matters. Oh man, like um, yeah, and Sergeant Al feels... Powell too. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, the... exactly. Yeah. You know, you got Gary Cole from Office Space. I just feel like we're working our way through like the '90s icons. Yeah, I mean, outside of Gary Cole, who works more than yeah, he's great, a little less than Richard Real, but mm-hmm. uh, just works. Constantly, yeah. I feel like a lot of the the '90s actors are probably like yeah. uh, looking for something to do. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah. not a '90s actor. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some, some, <laughs> it's great you, though. You're gonna have to invite us to set if you start working with Richard Carn. Oh, oh, dude. Yeah, you know yeah. it's funny. Uh, we actually on a, a Funny or Die thing once wanted Richard Carn for something, mm. and his agent told us that like um, it wouldn't be up his alley. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so we ended up getting Richard Reilly. It was the first time I got to work with Richard Reilly. Gotcha. We we had this. We did like their uh, Funnier Dies Easter video once, and it was basically like I played Jesus. Oh, that's right. And it was like this Testament whole thing called the Newest Testament, yeah. oh, and we right. wanted the very end of it to be me as Jesus, like sitting next to a pool next to uh, Al Borland, uh-huh. like the two best carpenters. <laughs> and um, I like I pitched it. his agent, and the agent was just like, I don't know if he's gonna be into that sort of thing, and I was like. Damn! But we one day, try. One we've day. been trying to pitch a uh, Ron Swanson Al Borland uh, crossover yeah. for years. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, years, yeah. year and a half since yeah. we started. Almost, yeah, rounding up, it's years. <laughs> It'd be a great sketch if it start if it was those two, yeah. and then the button of that is Jesus showing up. Yes, oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah, I like it. Perfect. Uh, so, Richard, if you're listening, you know, <laughs> give us a call. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for being here. As I said. You were number one on my list, so it's been a, a oh, three and a half. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for coming oh, out. Man. Yeah. I'd love to do it again sometime. We got what eight, eight seasons. Eight yeah. seasons. Yeah. So you still have four and a half more seasons yeah. to come back. Yeah, sometime. exactly. Any, any time, any time. Run out again. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. All right. Well, uh, if you enjoyed today's show and you want to help us create even better content, consider becoming an official Grunthead or Grunthead neighbor on our Patreon. Yeah, our, it's great. Once you uh, once you start contributing on Patreon, you get access to all kinds of bonus supplemental material. Most prominently, our uh, bonus podcast, Grunt Work Nights, a podcast about anything but the TV series Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you can also sponsor various segments on our show. If you've heard our shout-outs to people uh, accompanied by Landon's amazing theme songs, <laughs> just think your name, too, could be attached to some of Landon's random mouth music. <laughs> Uh, or mouth magic, as we've or called it in the magic. past, and yes. all of your your hard earned money that you so generously donate to us help us keep the mics plugged in, uh, cover all of our hosting costs, and uh, go toward our um, bonus episodes like acquiring that uh, Super Nintendo cartridge for um, Power Tool Pursuit, yes. which we're going to do sometime this season. Yeah, I don't know when, but it's going to happen. That's good. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we are going to try and match the high scores that they show in the opening credits oh of Home Improvement. Oh, yeah, It'll take be, a while. That'll be that'll be hard. We'll be here for some time. Uh, if you want to help others find the show, consider leaving us a rating review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, you know what? I just got the, the breaking news. If you do that, you get uh, you get a little extra. And uh, Truman's here to tell you what you get. Well, yeah, uh, you know, if you like and share uh, our podcast and write us a great review on iTunes, you will get a twenty percent share in our podcast for um, only fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Okay, 
Uh, I mean, shouldn't we adjust that for inflation? No, 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 we should not. I think 15000 is a really good deal. That's part of how we entice people. Uh, fair. Okay. Um, please stop by uh, and say hi to us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, where you can find us at GruntWorkPod. Uh, and you can find information on today's show on our website, which is... www.gruntworkpodcast.com <laughs> Uh, well, I just had an argument with someone at work about using www in the the thing. People have to know it's on the World Wide Web. <laughs> what, what else? Yeah, what I... if they're like MySpace.com, Grant, and then they're like at the wrong page. Oh, yeah, yeah. Usenet.com slash yeah. Arpanet dot whatever. There's one guy who's like giving you guys like your highest Patreon number who's yeah. just on DOS right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You pick up your telephone and you dial information. Yeah. Uh, while you're on our website, you can sign up for a weekly newsletter to be updated whenever a new episode is released, as well as get uh, some exclusive information, including the hint for the grunt count, which um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Well, I mean, you know what it is because you listened to this episode already. But, yeah, but uh, you don't know what the hint is. You don't know what the hint is, and you'll get the hint before you get this episode. Thus, sign up for a newsletter to get that. Um, <laughs> until next week. Smooth. <laughs> You know what? This is a professional podcasting we do here. Uh, and until next week when we cover another episode of Home Improvement, uh, for Luke Barnett, I'll let you speak for yourself, though. <laughs> oh, wait, what? What are we doing? Sorry. Just, I don't know. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I'm Luke Barnett. <laughs> Crushed it. Yeah, thank you. I'm Landon Solano. And I'm Truman Caps. And remember, when in Windsor, be sure to buy a big old bag of grunt work. Grunt work.